Well, welcome to Mile High Magazine. Very good Sunday morning to you. I'm Melissa Moore. Happy to have you here with us on this Sunday morning and excited to talk with the director of Colorado Soul for Souls, Emily Dinner. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Melissa? I am fantastic. It's so good to talk to you and catch up after just the crazy year that we've had. And I know a lot of people are wanting to give back. So let's talk about Souls for Souls and what you guys do. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, I agree. It's been a crazy year and we are just happy to, you know, be around to help both the Colorado community and the world community. So Souls for Souls is actually based in Nashville, but we have an amazing office uh, warehouse and volunteer program based here in Colorado. It's actually in just outside of Denver. And Souls for Souls really creates opportunity through the collection and distribution of shoes and clothing. Uh, Colorado location is the only one that doesn't take clothing, but we take in gently worn shoes and we take your new shoe donations. And we really create opportunity around the world in two different ways with those shoes. So the first way that we create opportunity is we help women in mostly Haiti, Honduras, Guatemala, and outside of Russia in a country called Transnistria create their own sustainable business. So we're almost like a microfinance, but instead of doing um, a microfinance loan, we're actually helping women create their own small shoe store selling the shoes that we don't no longer need. So the shoes that we don't want anymore, Mm -hmm. so high heels, flip-flops, Winter boots, we take them all, and then we help them uh, start their own small business, which is incredible. So we're also giving out brand new shoes to kids right here in Colorado and around the world. So we also have a free distribution side where we work with big brands as the liaison between the general public and the brand. So Nike, Adidas, um, right here in Colorado, we have Newton Running or uh, Lems shoes, and they'll all help give kids in Colorado new shoes. Um, as well as adults. So that's a huge program that we're ramping up even more after the pandemic. I was going to say, yeah, let's talk about the local program first, then we'll talk about just kind of this worldwide impact that Souls for Souls has. So locally, what kind of need is there here in Colorado for new shoes for kids? Yeah, great question. So a lot of times we just think of shoes as something that's you know, of course, everyone has them, but really that's a basic necessity. You know, um, we find that a lot of kids in our rural communities or even some of our, you know, smaller school districts end up sharing a pair of shoes, maybe with a, a neighbor or their sibling, or they'll, um, you know, just have that one pair for everything in their life. So we really want to make sure that they at least have the choice of having their own pair. Um, but we also want to make sure that it's a pair that, you know, they can wear to school and be comfortable mm-hmm. in. So we're really interested in making sure that they are provided with a brand new pair of shoes. And that also alleviates their parents from having to buy that. So maybe, you know, they're in between the choice of shoes and something else. This way that alleviates that, you know, that need to buy shoes. So it's just really a great opportunity for families to, you know, be able to provide for their kids in other ways. Yeah, I mean, you're so right that it it is a basic necessity and we just kind of assume everybody's got a pair of shoes or everybody's got a few pairs in their closet. And even here in Colorado in our own backyard, that's just not the case. Correct. Yeah. So we've been working with a couple different school districts, um, mainly Denver Public Schools, but we're looking to branch out to provide a high quality tennis shoes specifically to kids experiencing homelessness. So Mm -hmm. Souls for Souls is taking on a new initiative uh, countrywide called For Every Kid to provide all 1.5 million 
children experiencing homelessness a brand new pair of high quality shoes. We've already been able to give out 500 pairs just right here in Denver, which is great. That is great. And that's hard to hear that number 1.5 million kids that are homeless. That's that's heartbreaking. It is. It is. It's, and, you know, the pandemic really just pushed a lot of our communities who were maybe just barely, you know, making it to that different level. So it could be people who are moved now into their cars, but it also could be, you know, individuals who've now had to move in with family. Sometimes we think of homeless as just, you know, what we see driving by, but Mm -hmm. it can have a lot of different faces. So we want to make sure that, you know, if nothing else, they have a great pair of shoes. And shoes really matter. I mean, we all feel a little extra special the day we put on a brand new pair. We all know that feeling, you know, it doesn't matter where they come from, but that extra new pair really does matter. And some people have never had that dignity or that confidence of having that brand new pair. And that's really what shoes represent. It's more than just protection for your feet, which is important, but it's a lot about dignity, confidence, and that we are in this together and we are there for each other. Yeah, and I like what you said because dignity is a big part of it. You think about these kids that are struggling and they're homeless and maybe they're still going to school, but they can go into school with a new pair of shoes on and how good that must make them feel. Yeah, for sure. We've had some amazing feedback from just different students that they, you know, felt like they really could walk into school in a different, they had a different attitude that day that they got So how are you collecting these new shoes? How does that work for folks that are listening right now and thinking, wow, I'd love to be able to give, you know, a child in need a new pair of shoes here in Colorado. Let's start with that program. What do they do? So that really comes from our financial donation. So like I said, we work with a lot of these brands as a liaison. So they give us, you know, some of their extras or shoes or sometimes we get a discount. So it's great if people want to go out and buy a pair, but we can usually provide those at a better rate. So those financial donations are always so important. And to give those, you can always go to our website, soulsforsouls.org, and um, just fill out our easy fundraising form to launch your own fundraising page or give right there and just say you want it to go to Kids in Colorado, and it'll immediately go to that uh, program, which is just so helpful. And in fact, every $10 you give actually provides a new pair, but that $20 is going to provide that higher quality tennis shoe for a kid in Colorado. So yeah, any small donation really does make a big, big impact, which is wonderful. $20 to provide a high level sneaker for kids here in Colorado. I mean, that's a great deal, but that really kind of helps you know what your donation is doing, which is fantastic. Yes, for sure. And a hundred percent of our donations do go to our programming which is something that is wonderful. And I like the fact that for folks that want to make a donation at soulsforsouls.org, that they can say, hey, we want this to go to Colorado. But you do more than just Colorado, and we were talking about it earlier. Let's talk about the shoe donations that come in. What happens with those shoes? What do you collect? How does that whole, what does that whole process look like? Yeah, great question. Yeah, so really at Souls for Souls, when it started in 2006, mostly did the free distribution like we were just talking about. But after really seeing how, you know, people around the world were not only needing shoes, but they were needing um, a business to run. And we had so many, especially women, come to us and say, we would love to help you, you know, distribute these shoes. 
that we really got interested in a microenterprise model, which is really helping those around the world create their small own small business so that they are self-sufficient and can sustain their livelihood on mm-hmm. their own. And that's what we do with the gently worn shoes that come in. So we take all types of shoe donations. There's the collection boxes around Denver Metro and around Colorado that you can drop off 12 pairs or less. Or you can even do a bigger shoe donation um, and come to our warehouse in Wheat Ridge and drop those off. And then all those shoes will really empower women around the world. And usually um, the shoes that you're wearing probably on your feet right now, when sold in our micro-enterprise businesses, can sell for between 5 to $10 per pair. And most of the women that were, help, were helping start their own business live on about $1.90 per day for their entire family. So huge, huge profit margin from just one pair that you no longer need. Right. I was going to say, so these women are able to be self-supporting, self-sufficient and provide for their family, which has got to just kind of turn the whole the whole story around for them. Yes, for sure. We have, you know, a lot of women in Haiti right now who are obviously struggling with the political situation there, who are, you know, just looking for, you know, ways to create sustainable income. And then we have quite a few women in Honduras who have completely changed their lives, like Joanice, who has actually built her own house, which is not something women do very often in Honduras. It's no. To be kind of the head of household. And so, you know, through her shoe business, she has completely changed her life from almost being homeless in her community to now owning her own land and house. So incredible. Let's say I want to do a shoe collection and I collect a bunch of shoes. I get them to you guys here at the Colorado Warehouse. What happens to the shoes next before they get out to the women around the world who are now using this to start their own business? So you can always come to volunteer at the next step in the process. So we have volunteers who help us sort the shoes in the warehouse. Obviously, we're not going to send winter boots to Haiti. That wouldn't be very helpful. So we sort the shoes at the warehouse, so that's always a great team-building, employee engagement activity. Or we also load a semi about every two months. So that's a great workout. It's a two hours (laughs) on a Saturday usually. Um, And so you can always (laughs) inquire about that also on our website. Just go to the volunteer page and um, you'll send me an email. But, yeah, it's a great way. And so those will get shipped out directly um, from Colorado either to our big warehouse in Alabama or they'll end up on a shipping container across yeah, the world to really empower people everywhere. So shoes come in. Um, I know they go through the sorting process. What are you looking for? Like, are there shoes that, you know, maybe somebody donates or you're like, nah, that's not really up to our standards. What do people need to know as they're going through it before they donate their shoes? Yeah, that's a great question as well. So we say gently worn, and we use that terminology loosely because that has different connotations for everyone. But Really, if it's a shoe that can still protect someone's foot, donate it. You know, we want to make sure that the shoes um, are still usable for our individuals who are selling them. But similar to how we have different markets of shoes, the women in their 10-month, you know, shoe shoe store might need still different qualities. So mm-hmm. we can send, you know, a, very, a variety of qualities. But we're always looking for great tennis shoes. You're running shoes that you no longer need or have worn out of. But really all styles, all types any size from baby to, you know, big basketball players. So right. we're looking for all styles. Right. Is there any area, any size or kind of shoe that you need more than others that are harder to get in? Um, great tennis shoes are always probably the highest 
in highest demand, especially uh, name brand, because, you know, uh, we kind of set the standard for that around the world. But really everything, even high heels will take. We also will take singles. So if your dog chewed up one, we will take the other. A lot of our singles will end up um, being paired with a similar single, especially if it's a tennis shoe for maybe a construction worker or rice farmer in just different parts of the world who need just a good pair. And then those high heels that maybe lost their mate or another type, we will keep in our big warehouse in Alabama till it could be recycled. Okay. Recycling cars, we're trying to work on that with a lot of other industries, um, but we do have to pay for them to be recycled, but we want to keep them out of the landfill. So sustainability is a big part of our mission as well. I love hearing that. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that, because I love hearing that instead of ending up in a landfill, you guys do the recycling. Yeah. So the EPA estimates that almost each of us um, donate or sorry, throw away about 70 pounds of textiles per year. So that's pretty intense on our landfill system. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously clothing is a little easier to recycle just due to the material. We are not a recycling company. We're really in that reuse space, but we want to make sure that everything that can be reused gets reused. But if it is at the end of its life cycle, that it doesn't end up in the landfill. So we have just kind of a big pile of shoes in our Alabama warehouse, sitting there waiting for a recycling partner to come into our life. But um, until then, we just kind of keep trying different things to see what is the least impactful to the environment that we can do to, you know, make sure the shoes are not just sitting there forever. Share with me before we go, like one of the success stories, you know, you shared a little bit earlier about a woman being able to build a house, but that has happened because of Souls for Souls and the mission that you all have. One of the most impactful stories has been right here in Colorado. So again, those donations that people have given, we've been able to give out over 3,000 pairs of shoes um, in Colorado, and we also get up brand new coats here. So every winter, we do a big um, shoe donation and a coat donation. So I had one little girl, her name is Elisa, and I was at an event um, that was held for, you know, just kids in the community to come receive a new pair of shoes and, and a coat, and she was able to you know, get a brand new pair of shoes, her first brand new pair ever, and a coat that had a big fur, you know, hood, and it was just the cutest thing ever. She was dancing, and just her grin just lit up the world. So, you know, it's the simple things that we think, oh, we all have those, but, you know, a brand new coat and pair of shoes just really can change a life. Well, and I love that. And we all have the ability to help with that goal. So I think it's fantastic. Emery Dinner with Souls for Souls, the Colorado director. Uh, for folks that want to maybe do a donation financially, or maybe they are wanting to donate shoes, uh, what is the website? What do they need to do? So just go to soulsforsouls.org, which is spelled very fun. It's S-O-L-E-S, the number four, S-O-U-L-S dot O-R-G. And you can host a shoe drive there. You can give a financial donation there. Any of the links that you use in Colorado will come directly to me, so I'll be in touch with you. Or you can just email Colorado at soulsforsouls.org. Sounds great. Emery Denner, the Colorado Director for Souls for Souls. Thank you for your time today. And for more information on Souls for Souls, all you have to do is go to the radio station's website or soulsforsouls.org.